0: Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com.
1: Peace and welcome to the Edible Activist Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa L. Jones, broadcasting live from the lobby of The Line, D.C. On this show, you hear from the voices of dynamic black people and people of color in the agriculture, food justice, and healing space as they share empowering food narratives and perspectives that stem from the land, all while exemplifying the spirit of activism in their own edible way. Let's get started. Peace, and welcome to the Edible Activist Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa L. Jones, broadcasting on Full Service Radio. So for today's show, I have a very special guest, Nafisa Bush, who is currently the Director of Food Services at Lincoln University. Nafisa works for Thompson Hospitality, which is a food service management company based out in Ruston, Virginia. And that company is actually the largest Black-owned food service company in the nation. Nafisa has been with the company for seven years. She was born and raised in Philadelphia, Philly, Philly, one of my favorite cities. And she claims to be an awesome cook. And I believe her just because. I don't even really know her like that. But um, she says she's an awesome cook with a mean two-step. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. So Super excited to have Nafisa and to really just dive into these some really amazing conversations, um, learning more about her and her work at Lincoln University and HBCU um, and some of the gardening initiatives that, that Thompson and Lincoln have partnered on. So Nafisa, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate this opportunity, Melissa. It is such a pleasure.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, Nafisa, Philly. Can we just talk about Philly for a moment? Like, I hope you agree. But like, for, well, first of all, Philly is one of my favorite cities. And I just, just feel like Philly has one of like the most amazing food scenes. Nobody throw a tomato. But I stand firm on that. Like, <laughs> do
0: you feel the same? I, I do, do I do Philly is definitely a foodie city and um, we have awesome restaurants um, food trucks, chefs just the, the scene the the whole vibe the scene in Philly is is what's happening.
1: Yes, yes. See, we BFS already, man. You from Philly, and I love Philly. There we go. No, I'm glad you said it. You okay? Y'all heard it from Philly born and bred. Okay, like you heard it from Nafisa's mouth. All right, not just mine, because I know I've said on the show a handful of times that Philly has one of the best food scenes. So, but y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Um, so let's go Everything. ahead and dive in. Nafisa, we're going to take a journey into your food story, really. And so this is an opportunity selfishly for, for, um, For myself to to get to know you and how you got into food and especially the food service industry um, and hospitality. But um, many times there is a backstory to where we are. A lot of the times, most of the times, actually, there's a backstory um, to to how we got to where we are. And so I'm just, let's just sit here for a moment and just dive into your food story and and how you navigated into this space.
0: Absolutely. So, Actually, um, my my stepping stone into hospitality was in hotels, um, housekeeping to be exact. How's that? Right? Wow! All right now. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's where I started. Food service came along later. Um, I then left the hotel scene and embarked on healthcare. Um, the healthcare, um, working in nursing homes and hospitals, food service. So that's where I initially got my started my training in, in food services, working in working in dietary in various positions. And then you just never strayed away. <sighs> Basically, um, <laughs> initially when I was working in healthcare, you know, I, I had this thought that I wanted to be a dietitian. Um, I was working alongside, you know, uh, many dietitians in the nursing homes and and hospitals, and and I was like, yeah, I want to do that. You know, that's how you be sometimes, right? <laughs> that's what I want to do. That's all good. That's what's up. That's and what's then up. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's also okay to change your mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I found, you know, working in hotels and in healthcare, and let me just remind you that these place, these places never close. They're open all the time. <laughs> Even at 2 a.m. in the morning, tag, you're it. <laughs> you
1: know what? I am probably um, part blame of that as a uh, former event planner of about 15 years who spent a lot of time um um coordinating with hotels and um banquet staff and um sending those midnight requests mm-hmm. after a very long night but taken care of though taken care of so i understand hospitality is not a picnic
0: it's not <laughs> no fun it's it not it is not a picnic and you have to be an absolute crazy person to even Go into this industry, so kudos to all the crazy folks in the hospitality <laughs> industry.
1: <laughs> the pizza, you are hilarious. Okay, so you landed at um, Thompson Hospitality,
0: yep. And so, so basically, yep, I, um, I landed in campus dining, um, and I never looked back <laughs> because wow. now here comes that work life balance, right. <laughs> Um, and I'm, I'm currently the the director of dining services at Lincoln University. And I've been with Thompson for for the past seven years. Oh, my gosh. So
1: I, you know, and I felt like I knew that Thompson was a Black-owned company. And I forgot. And shame on me. And this is just what's going to make these conversations even more dynamic and just really um, diving into Thompson's support of of HBCUs and really focusing on HBCUs in terms of um, um, really you know what and what we're going to dive in and talking about the the gardening programs and other initiatives that you all have been working on, but just really this this um, huge initiative to support HBCUs and so um, so you land so campus dining and so you are at Lincoln University. And then, um, and I know, again, I know there's a, there's a story behind, behind this, but now there's this whole like garden give back, you know, initiative that's taking place at Lincoln and students are excited, you know, staff, they're excited. And so, and you're behind that. And so we want to
0: hear more. (laughs) Definitely, they are. So the garden has actually been on campus for a few years, um, it was started the, by a biology student um, here at, at Lincoln University. Um, the, the April event, the Garden Give Back program, um, was developed by Thompson Hospitality. And basically, it was developed to collaborate with their colleges and universities for Earth Day this year, for 2021. Um, we already had a continued partnership with the campus and their sustainability club. So it was a great opportunity to kind of shed the spotlight on the work that the university was already doing. Um, We collaborated with Chester County Food Bank. Um, Chester County Food Bank has a whole garden instructors club program. Um, and they were more than willing to to come to the campus, donate supplies for this event, and really make it a fun and interactive event for our students um, here at Lincoln University. And it was an awesome, awesome day. Wow, wow!
1: What was the turnout like? Was it do about how many students and staff in faculty showed up?
0: So it was about twenty of us. Okay. Um. Okay. At, the, at, at the At the garden. Um, between staff and faculty, myself, um, it was about seven of us and around 13 students um, who signed up for for the event. Um, and we planted blueberry bushes, spinach, kale, um, radishes, I mean, it, 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 everything it was- that I want now. Yeah, Everything. It was just an awesome event. The students were even able to um, plant small pots to be able to take back to their dorm rooms to watch them grow. Um, because, of course, you know, that's the education piece of it. Growing your own food. Yes. And, you know, the, the health benefits from it.
1: Absolutely. What was the... Uh there was the excitement but was there any you know cuz you know people you know when people get excited and they're ambitious they're ambitious and they're like this is what we got to do next so i'm i'm curious of what are some of those like next steps or just next um initiatives that students you know would really want to be a part of at, I mean now after this event has taken place is they're like nah this ain't one and done you know we're we are we we got to do some more we got to do some more garden work so I'm just curious on like what some of that excitement and ideas have led to to um, to continue doing more more of this work
0: yeah and definitely. to expand
1: upon this initiative
0: Absolutely. So, you know, definitely due to COVID, which is why we um, we were only able to have, you know, a small group. Um, you know, mm-hmm. of students to participate in in the event, but listen, y'all got twenty people to say I'm gonna get dirty. Yeah, that's a, that's a substantial yeah. amount of people, okay? <laughs> yeah. And I can't even tell you because we really, you know, when, when we first initially started talking about it, you know, myself and and the sustainability club, because we thought that we were gonna have you know like three or four students where we're gonna come out, and then not for nothing, it was cold on Earth Day. <laughs> It was 40 (laughs) degrees outside and it was blustery. It was windy. We had wind gusts of like 50 miles per hour. Oh my gosh. And the students showed up and showed out and just really enjoyed themselves. I mean, the turnout, the enthusiasm and the interest was just, it was just phenomenal. So yes, definitely. We are looking forward to harvesting um, these vegetables that um, you know, that that we were able to plant and and just kind of and just really just keep this program going for the campus.
1: That is so um, wonderful. And especially since I mean, obviously, everyone has been cooped up. Right. Um, but for the students to be able to first of all that just that just lets you know that folks are just tired we tired mm-hmm. of being cooped up I don't care what it takes I gotta get my fingernails dirty I gotta get my nail dirty you know what I'm saying they're like I don't care I need to be out and I need to be in a garden I need fresh air
0: yeah and they,
1: <laughs> like that that like that all of that is part of mental wellness you yes. know and yes. so that I know that was just so. That just fed
0: souls that day. It was. It, it definitely, it was, it was definitely a, a phenomenal day. Um, we ended the event with a luncheon, uh, with a private luncheon for just the participants. The chef um, made, made a phenomenal um, salmon meal um, for all of us. Why y'all invite me? You're <laughs> Right. It was delicious too. <laughs> Just put and, it, just uh, shove it in my face. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And um, it, it was just, a, it definitely was just a fulfilling day. It, it was, we That's did so not awesome. anticipate that it was going to to take off like that and that it was going to be, um, you know, just, just so, I guess, well-received uh, by our students. And it is phenomenal.
1: Well, the next piece that I definitely want to talk about, and we're going to get more into, um, you know, just some other um, initiatives and just other things that you, that you definitely have planned and that, you know, between Lincoln University and Thompson Hospitality, because I know that this, this, this getting into the garden, having students be a part of, of this initiative is not anything that's being taken lightly whatsoever. And so I know that you guys have, you know, Bountiful, bountiful plans, especially as things start to slowly open back up. And tis the season. Tis the season for growing, harvesting. You know, this is it's nasty out now. This is hot and humid. Uh, but tis the season. But I want to talk about um, Thompson Hospitality Chef Talk um, series that they have, which I was like just glowing. I watched um, the, the one the art of growing your own food and shout out to Brianna because that girl did her thing. He does her thing with doing these interviews.
0: Absolutely. Brianna is phenomenal. She, she's a awesome, she's awesome to work with. Um, and, and she really enjoys uh, which what, what she does as far as the marketing um, aspect is for, for Thompson hospitality and campus dining.
1: That is so great. So let's talk about these, um these two, well, specifically this one chef talk, Um, that featured um, Lincoln University that allowed you all an opportunity to talk about this initiative even more um, in the the partnership? Because I just, I thought it was just so dynamic. Um, And again, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed watching this.
0: Absolutely. So the art of growing your own food. So just kind of, you know, um, promoting the Earth Day event. Um, So that was kind of like the the kickoff, right? Um, You know, and just you know, just just acknowledging Dr. Dr. Anna Hall, um, uh-huh. who was the, the chair of the biology department, who was in the video, um, as well as the biology student who um, who kind of oversees the sustainability club, Onaji Cunningham, and just you know, just talking up um, you know the, the the program and and the work. Like I said that that the campus that the campus is doing and just shedding that light and and just getting that information out there.
1: That's awesome. And then there was another one as well. I don't know if this one was part... Oh, no, no. This, what, was this part of um, Thompson Hospitality Teaches? Is that what that
0: was? Absolutely. Okay. So our TH Teaches program is was designed to... Um, to get the chefs out of the kitchens, right? Because that's where the chefs always are, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) So it was, it was designed to get the chefs out of the kitchens, to get them interacting and engaging with, with the students so that the students know who the executive chefs are. So that was the whole, the, the whole, you know, program with TH teaches. Um, So we, when we first started, um, the Sustainability Club last fall when we started the talks with them and, and how we were going to support this garden and and really get it you know get it going. Um, we grew the sweet potatoes right on campus, and then we made sweet potato pies out of the out of sweet potatoes that we that we grew directly on campus, and that's where the th Teaches episode came from. Again, with the student who um, runs the biology um, the Sustainability Club. And and with our regional chef Torian Ferguson, who also was um, was you know kind enough to to come to our campus and and teach that that class for us.
1: If y'all ever make sweet potato pies with fresh sweet potatoes and don't invite me, there's going to be a problem.
0: <laughs> I can tell you right now that Thompson Hospitality is big on fresh fruit fresh food fresh food that is that is what we do um, we don't we don't support canned vegetables uh fresh is always fresh fruit fresh vegetables in our in our in our programs our menus and that's that that's what we do
1: what other um, HBCUs um, is Thompson set up at where there are similar garden programs um, uh, comparable garden initiatives and programs that Lincoln is doing are there any others
0: So um, I can't really speak for, you know, for for the other campuses. However, um, the other universities that that we are that we are managing the dining services programs in Norfolk State, um, Virginia State University, um, Virginia Union University, um, just in a Mississippi Valley State University. Um, we are, so we're in partnership with all of those schools also. Awesome.
1: Shout out to the HBCUs. And so really what my next question is, is, you know, do you feel like, um, that what you all are doing at Lincoln could serve as a model to other, and I'm sure these, you know, the other universities, even just outside the ones that you named, or even outside the ones who aren't, you know, who don't, you know, aren't represented by Thompson Hospitality, you know, have like gardening programs and initiatives. I know that for a fact, we all know that for a fact, but you know, for just some of the ones that you named where TH is, is, um, on those campuses or you guys have partnerships with do you feel like that what you all are doing can serve as a model? Have you thought about that at all?
0: Absolutely. Um, because the opportunity, you know, that, that we took to be able to to grow this program at Lincoln University, of course, you know, now we're kind of like the poster child. Yes. <laughs> right. We're, we're the example of, of what it can be and, and what it should look like. Um, for Lincoln, you know, it was an opportunity to teach our students how to grow their own food in their own backyards, um, as well as the health benefits from it. Um, and, you know, having the opportunity as the food service director to work alongside the biology department was, a, you know, was just an awesome experience. And not only does Lincoln grow the vegetables, but they also harvest them. And then that gives us the opportunity to assist with the awareness and the education piece of the program. Mm, mm,
1: all good stuff, all good stuff. Now, um with Thompson um, hospitality, have there been I wonder, and here here's me throwing out like ideas, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what? I'm not gonna give you any more work that you yeah. don't need, Nafisa. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm thinking of like all these ideas and dinners. And really, I just want to be invited to the table. <laughs>
0: absolutely, absolutely.
1: Selfishly, selfishly. But um, on a serious tip, um, I remember a few years ago, um, I had attended um, an event. Um, I remember this is actually at the University of Maryland, um, and and there was a, a woman, it was actually talking about food insecurity and as it related to students who um who lived on campus or just their students in general. And so I remember this conversation um so clearly and and I I, res- I respected where she was coming from mm-hmm. in that um you know she she was really about promoting You know, because she was just like, listen, we have students who cannot feed themselves. They are barely, you know, able to to pay tuition, you know, and we just want to make sure that they're here and get the education that they need. If we can help them with food, we want to do that. It's a real thing. It's a real thing that I just feel like we don't talk about enough. And, And again, where she was coming from, she was just like, Listen, I push dollar stores. You know, if you if you got five dollars, you can go to the dollar store. And of course, like part of me was just like, mm. but I'm like, no, if you're hungry and you don't have food and you only have a few dollars, I get and so I respected that. She was an advocate of like, you know, listen, you know, we have some supplemental food over here, but also like you know like that's what she pushed like that was like she was really big behind that but aside from that it was really just the focus on like food insecurity and in, 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 as it relates to cuz we don't think food when we when we hear food insecurity we just think of marginalized like neighborhoods and urban ab- neighborhoods we don't think campuses
0: campuses yeah absolutely and the first part is addressing food insecurity you know yes. and and just starting starting with building awareness and acknowledging that it exists, <laughs> right? And in addition to that, taking the shame out of out of it, you know, because yes. students, you know, at times, you know, they don't, you know, they may not feel comfortable, you know, with what with, with coming forward with, with, with that information. So whether whether an institution, I believe, has resources directly on campus or dovetail into community resources, it's important to ensure that students are comfortable taking advantage of it, you, you mm-hmm. know? Absolutely. Um, and, and I believe that the garden program at Lincoln is definitely a step in the right direction to address it. And Lincoln also has a partnership through Chester County Food Bank that donates fresh produce weekly to the campus for our students to be able to retrieve them.
1: Wow. Wow. And you know what, you, you make a good point, like that shame, you know, piece there, you know, it's, it's it's like, how do you, we want to take, you know, I always, I, I say this, I say this a trillion times, food is a very judgmental space. Like it's beautiful. in the fact that it brings people together, it's communal, but also at the same time, you know, it's sad that it really is a socio socioeconomic thing too. Absolutely. You know, that's Absolutely. that's a re- that's a that's really sad. And so, um, that saying being very transparent and being vulnerable and saying I don't have food, I am a student. You know, I, and I do not, have, I cannot feed myself. Well, you know what the other thing too is that um well let me before because I, I before I jump to that next point, or I just want to actually revisit a point. Um with with addressing food, ha- actually has that been has that been amplified on Lincoln's campus at all? I mean, I know that there's the assistance, but has there really is there do you feel like there needs to be more of a space to really talk about this so that we can, you know, amplify this message and address it. And like you said, leveraging this initiative to help address those food insecurity issues. But has there, do you feel like there we need to open up, not even just isolated to Lincoln, but in general? I mean, I, I definitely know so, but, you know, do you feel like there needs to be a bigger space opened up to hold these conversations? Cause it's just not being addressed enough.
0: Uh, I I definitely I'm not opposed to to it not being you know a, a bigger space. Um, I think that you know campuses need to look at where they are individually. You, okay. you know, um, and 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 kind of you know just go from there. Um, I think that you know your your residence life departments and 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 you know those individuals on your campuses are are the individuals who are in, in close proximity. <laughs> you know, to uh-huh. the students so there's an opportunity to kind of tap into, to those areas and, and really see, you know, what what the need is for, for, for any campus, not, not only HBCUs, but for any campus.
1: Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And again, I referenced University of Maryland and that is a Highly, you know, that large campus, you know, it's, it's, you know, everyone, everyone, yeah. uh, you know, there's so many students that attend University of Maryland. Um, so I, I typically do a break, but I'm not going to um, um, go into a break because I just want to continue these awesome conversations. But um, the thing that is just really like drumming inside of me just going back to, you know, especially this, this, um, the the initiative that you all have at Lincoln at this HBCU is that calling
0: HBCU. What did I, did I say, did I say it backwards? No, you didn't say it backwards. You oh. said like, the university. I was just putting it out there that we oh. are the first.
1: HBCU. Oh, the first. Oh, okay. You know what? Rep, rep the set, please. Nafisa, say it again. The first HBCU. Ooh, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. <laughs> I was like, I hope I didn't screw it up. <laughs> The first. Did I know that? Oh, gosh. Take my black card away. (laughs) Y'all don't take my black card away. Y'all got it. The first. The first. Oh, my goodness. The first. All right. Now, you know what? I'm glad you said that because the other awesome thing behind this program is that it's calling black people, black people at these HBCUs, at Lincoln, back to the land. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you. I mean, I've been out of college for X amount of years. I ain't gonna put my my age out there. But okay. Um, if you had told me to come out to the garden now, now pre like let's let's set the pandemic to the side. Let's set the pandemic because if it was a pandemic, I probably would have been out there rolling in the dirt, doing everything just in my mind and myself. But I would have been like, oh, absolutely not,
0: absolutely
1: not. I would have been like, no, not doing it. But I I just, you know, we we talk often on this show about um, you know, calling folks back to the land, black people back to the land. Absolutely. And if this isn't a surefire way, students, young, you know, and it's just the the whole, you know, this this whole era has also just been been or this this, you know, uh, generation, new generation has been just been embracing the, the outdoor space.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, and and to your point, you know, just, you know, Thompson's focus, um, you know, just to go into that, the partnership with, with HBCUs, um, you know, because it's a niche contract provider. You know, we're able to build dining programs that meet the specific needs of HBCU communities. Personally, what I love about my role at Lincoln is we understand, you know, the the HBCU community. We're able to engage and empower our students through mentorship, on-campus internship um, opportunities, as well as through food. You know, HBCUs are a part of our culture.
1: Yes, they are.
0: Is what is you know is what we do is what is what we do as a company. Uh, many of our directors and managers have ties to Divine Nine, um, as well as. Our alums are alums of many of the campuses that that we service, you know, on a daily basis. So it, it becomes personal, uh-huh. right? It becomes personal for you, for me anyway, um, that, you know, these are our people that, that we're taking care of, that we're servicing. And, you know, I, I get to be a part of, of this legacy all while working for a successful Black-owned company.
1: That is so awesome. And that just makes the passion there just even so much more rich and deep, you know, because you do feel like you're taking care of your own, like you looking out, you are looking out. And so, no, I, and I, I, I appreciate learning more about, you know, Thompson's niche, because I know that was a piece that. Um, that I, if I did know way back when, uh, that I just, I, I really wasn't privy to. And so, um, I look forward to, you know, the continued, seeing the continued partnerships in the other programs that you all gonna, you know, uh, implement and it is just such an opportune time and not even just ne- necessarily opportune, but, you know, I just, I just, we have a plethora of, of students and just this young black generation who is like, you know, all about the land, getting, them getting back into gardening, you know, and also like, and I, and I believe this was um, something that you sent on over to me and just when you guys had that event and allowing them to take back like small plants and stuff that they can grow. We've had conversations on this, um, this podcast about growing inside of your apartment growing, and you know? We-
0: Absolutely. So it
1: it it extends itself to to the campuses as well and so um I again all of it just just crosses over and it's just it's beautiful to see. It's beautiful it to see.
0: It definitely is beautiful to see our young people um you know just re- really into it, you know. That's so dope.
1: So what's next? What's next? Can you tell me? Is it a secret, or what? What, what are you? What are you, I know, Nafisa. I know you got something up your sleeve. You oh may my. not be able to share the blueprint, all of the blueprint, but I know you thinking something. What is next?
0: So you know, now, now is now is the time for planning for fall semester, right? So, so that's kind of what's going on right now. Um, our genius marketing department is working very hard to to get these programs up and running, um, you know, for for fall semester. Um, If you haven't had an opportunity and any and everybody, please go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube um, channel, THTV. Um, and, and take a look at all of our TH teaches and chef talk episodes. Really good information. A They're lot well of- done. They're really well done. A lot really of the well things, done. right on our, you know, on our campuses, you know, just, you know, just, just good information for our students and and for us too, right? Because, of course, us know it alls, right? <laughs> you know it, you
1: know it. I have to ask this, and I should have asked this at the very beginning of the show. Sorry, I'm all over the place, y'all. But this is this is this is the nature of edible activists. Anything kind of goes. Um, what is and I actually, should have saved this for uh, a rapid fire, but I'm just curious. So, being from Philly, born and raised in Philly, what are some of like your favorite like d- and not and, and not that I'm asking because they need to be like Philly like signature favorites, but I just am curious. Like being uh, being in the food space now, just knowing like as you like as you came up as a youth, like what were some of your favorite like food dishes? I don't care. And I ain't looking for nothing healthy either, Nafisa. So this ain't a trick question. I
0: definitely wasn't going to give you nothing healthy. (laughs) Okay. Because I love me a fried porgy. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I
0: love it. A fried porgy. Yes. A fried porgy. And, um, you know, Philly is known for, you know, I'll take you back to, to my childhood. My grandmother used to have, um, she used to sell dinners on the weekends, right? Mm -hmm. And so she used to, you know, have a a house full of people, I mean, card games and, you know, all kinds of, you know, stuff (laughs) just just going on. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, she was frying fish, frying chicken, baked macaroni, collard greens, cabbage, corn, her cornbread tastes like cake. So- Mm -hmm. All of that, all of that, and of course, you know Philly is known for cheesesteaks. So, I'm definitely a a, a, definitely a cheesesteak fan. Water ice, I love water ice. Um, you know
1: what's um, so funny? Well, so water ice is a is a Philly is a Philly sub shop. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I swear. I don't know how many like signature like chili um, Philly cheesesteak shops there are in Philly, but I swear to you, I get a different answer. And I don't I don't eat in my meeting days. I definitely had one and I can't remember where it was from. It was is it Ishka
0: yes. yes,
1: Yes. And you know who I learned that from? Evie Eve. She was promoting that. Well, <laughs> I uh, interview. some. That was like my favorite rapper. Yes, One of my favorite rappers. And so I remember getting and It was really, really, really good. But I just felt like I heard like, nah, you got
0: to go here. You got to go
1: there. Okay, water ice. So somebody ever asked me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them that suggestion, Nafisa. I'm going to say Nafisa said. Yes,
0: yes, I did. Water ice.
1: Oh, Thank my you. gosh. This has been so much fun talking to you. I really enjoyed this conversation. I Thank look forward you,
0: yeah. Thank to Thank you for I- having me. I really do appreciate it. I appreciate you. Um, you know, just talking about, um, you know, what we're doing as a company, what we're doing um, at Lincoln University. Um, I look forward to coming back and just, you know, giving you more, but letting you in my business.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Inviting me to the dinners, the luncheons, wink, wink. (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, I'm not gonna let you off the hook just yet, Nafisa, because I got a few rapid fire questions for okay. you. And I really should include it. I should have included the one about the Philly food, but you know, sometimes I don't know. I can't make these things up all the time. They just <laughs> come to my head. Um, but so let's we're gonna are you are you ready for me? I'm ready. Go ahead, shoot. All right, let's do it. What is your favorite veggie or fruit?
0: So I'm going to give you both. Go for it. So my favorite vegetable is corn, on the cob or off. <laughs> I'm ups- I'm obsessed with it. Uh, my favorite fruit, apples. I absolutely love apples. Um, I love apples and peanut butter, apples and caramel. So uh, I- I'm a I'm definitely an apple fanatic.
1: All right now. Okay, so we're going to go to your fla- your flavor profile. Sweet, spicy, sour, salty, savory or bitter.
0: Oh, I need the heat. Spicy. Spicy! I want my my lips to burn. (laughs) Oh my (laughs)
1: gosh! You want spicy, spicy, spicy? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm talking about crushed red peppers, jalapeno, cayenne pepper, like that kind of spicy. Not buffalo wing spicy. (laughs) Oh my gosh!
1: Honey, you got some West Indian blood going through them veins.
0: (laughs) I might, (laughs) I
1: might, (laughs) you might. I think we all do. Oh my gosh. All right, I got you. I got you. Okay. So, last artist or podcast you listen to. And when I say last, it could be the last song, it could be a few minutes ago. You could have been prepping for this, anything. The last thing you listen
0: to. The last thing I listen to, um right now I am listening to Jasmine Sullivan and her. So, those are my two my two favorite artists right now that I'm listening to. And then I just um Absolutely fall in love with the edible activist. Oh my gosh. My heart
1: is smiling. My heart is smiling. I also have to tell you, I am a huge fan of jazz, Jazz oh. Jazz, who's from Philly. Who's from Philly. From Philly. I listen, I've been rocking with Jazz since day one. So all these new fans, mm, I've been rocking with jazz since day one. She's so right. talented. So talented. Love, love her as well. So I love that. Um, all right. So who are you rooting for these days? And it can be anybody. It can be anybody in your family, your, your friendship circle, anybody, anybody, work, whoever.
0: So um, it's a, a few things are on my heart. Um, I'm definitely rooting for all my friends because a few of them have started, you know, their own businesses. So I'm just, you know, just rooting for them and, and just, you know, wishing them lots of success and generational wealth, you know, all of that. And then I'm also rooting for my city because, you know, right now, you know, there's just such a a large amount of gun violence going on um, in the city of Philadelphia right now. Um, So I'm just really, you know, Philly is known for being the the city of brotherly love and the Mm -hmm. sisterly affection. So I'm just looking for that, you know, just rooting for that to, to come back to the city um and, and just stop all of this these killings and, and, and things of that nature so it's just really bad you know out here right now I have an 18 year old black son mm. you know so so it hits home you know wow I've lost wow. childhood friends so that that's that's really what I'm what I'm rooting for right now so for my friends to to be successful generational wealth and just for all of this gun violence to stop in my city. Oh my like gosh. All right
1: Absolutely. And I support you in that and sending mad love to Philly, mad, mad love to Philly. So more love, more love to Philly. That's awesome. Well, the other piece too, and before we really wrap up is where can folks, if folks want to connect with you or with Lincoln University in this program or Thompson Hospitality, like just let us know the best way. Um, to connect with you or whomever um, we should be connecting with. And um, I know you shared the YouTube channel for the Chef Talks, um, but if there are any other ways to, that we can, that uh, our audience can connect, just let us know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you can always go to um, thompsonhospitality.com. Um, that kind of tells you the, the story of the, of the company, um, how it was started, the, you know, the story, um, a little bit of everything is there. Um, and then you can also um, visit our campus dining page. Um, it is L-U-T-H-S at Thomsonhospitality.com. All right. You heard it. You heard it from
1: Nafisa. Nafisa, thank you again. Thank you all for listening and have a wonderful day. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. You can catch today's episode on radio.org as well as itunes and spotify be sure to follow food talks in color that's just the letter in on instagram facebook and twitter for all updates are you an edible activist sure you are come join me on the show just shoot me a dm on the gram or connect with me at foodtalksincolor.com and if you're interested in sponsoring this podcast let's connect Peace and blessings, and remember, in the words of Baba Tariq Adunu, there is no culture without agriculture.